Podcast. appreciate everybody that's here this is the information man now i'm having some problems oh here go the the picture i thought i was gonna have some problems with the picture but it's coming through peace and love everybody in the chat room we got brother aduvian on we got king wage all the people that's been following me for like a long time now Brittany, it's good to see you here sister and we got sugar love who's come in the house um this is sort of an impromptu uh, video tonight, live stream. I am going to get into the issue of, as you can see there, do you believe that Byron Allen is speaking truth? I've got my man Lyons then on the line. If he's with me, what's up, brother? Hey, Info, how's it going? And hey, everybody in the chat room. What's going on, peace, guys? peace. Oh, hey, hey, Lyons then, uh, thanks a lot, man. Now, I found out through the grapevine that you uh, did a video where you were wishing me a happy birthday. And that's right, everybody. Um, I'm 50 years old. So that's called, I guess I'm middle age now. And um, I'm 50 years old. I was born uh, 11, 13, 1969. And I grew up, I'm a Gen Xer. I grew up at a time where they said that most black men would not make it to be 21 years old, let alone even 18 years old. And coming up in the generation that I came up in, I've beaten a lot of the odds in terms of what the society says, what happened to young uh, black men. Now, when I grew up, everybody, I grew up on the hard side of the mountain. I, I, I grew up around, I've been around a lot of different people, people that did a little bit of this, a little bit of that, um, people who've done illegal things growing up. So I grew up in a neighborhood where you could not help but um, um, be exposed to people that were doing some of the underworld type things. Um, I lived in the Fillmore area of San Francisco where back in the day they had an infamous project called the Pink Palace. Those of you from the Bay Area know what I'm talking about. If you're old school, you had Virgos. Uh, that was the brother. Uh, a lot of y'all are familiar with the rapper, Rapping Forte. I remember that guy when I was a kid, um, you know, around the neighborhood singing his music and uh, doing doing other things, okay? Because everybody did what they had to do to survive. You had the high-rise projects, and at some point in time, America decided they wanted to get rid of the high-rise project because it was not working. So I know people from the Bayview's Hunters Point area of San Francisco, Patrell Hill, uh, Fillmore, as we call it, the Mo, uh, all over the Bay Area. And I lived in, San, in uh, Oakland for about 10 years. know a lot of people in the Oakland area, went to college at San Francisco State. And, um, you know, I graduated. I, I, I am a rehab therapist. I do work in mental health. I've worked with kids. I've worked with seniors. 
currently deal with guys in the prison system, trying to help them deal with their mental health issues and the environment of being incarcerated. Um, and I've worked with kids that were trouble, what we call troubled youth kids that were being abused by their parents that have been in and out of group homes and kicked out of school. So my track record, uh, that's, this is one of the reasons why I always say folks that um, I'm more than just a brother who YouTubes. I, I have a resume background before I even got on YouTube where I have done things personally in the community, professionally, helping youth, helping people. Um, and that's been my life. And that was the reason why I went into the field that I went into because I wanted to work with people. And there are some ups and downs when you work in mental health and when you see some of the sad things that can happen. And I'm going to tell y'all all, everybody right now, as I see everybody coming to the chat room, peace and love to you. Those who did showed up tonight, I appreciate you being here, all 12 of you, you know, and I'm sure there'll be more people that will see this video uh, after the fact and make sure you share and uh, leave a like, as you see right there, leave a like on the video. But, um, you know, I grew up, I had friends. I got a few, few friends who are not here anymore. They're not here because of the lifestyle that they lived. And the best lesson I had was being able to grow up and see the mistakes that other people make that gave me enough wisdom not to make the same mistakes. They, there's an old saying, a wise man learns from other people's mistakes and a fool learns from his own. So observing um, certain things that let, lead people to, down the wrong road is something that I um, definitely did coming up, growing up, and it, it worked with me very much. I had a strong, uh, my mother was very strong. My father was not really in my life as I would have liked to be due to circumstances that I could not control, but growing up, I did have a lot of positive black male role models in my life, whether it be when I was playing sports at Ernest Engels Boys Club in San Francisco uh, whether it be black men in the community that were on the straight and arrow that um, took me under their wings and taught me the right way, going to the barber shop and hearing the older guys talk about what it is to be a man. Uh, there was an older gentleman that I knew growing up that my mom knew who actually took me fishing, took me crabbing, all these things that you tend to learn to do uh, when you um, are being raised by male energy. So I did have male energy. I grew up in a neighborhood as a kid where everybody knew who you were. Uh, if you did not get your butt in the house when the lights came on in the street lights, you were in a lot of trouble. Okay, you stole from the store. They knew who your mama was. Everybody, the community was a real community because it was like a village that raised the child. What we have today in some of our communities is that we have black people or people occupying space but there really is no real community. I grew up at a time when it was no problem to spank your child out in public without the fear of uh, what we call um, child protective services coming in and telling you how to raise your child. And then secondly, um, you got these goofy psychologists telling you how to raise your kids. And that's why we got a lot of buck wild stuff going on today. So I came up at a time where there was no participation trophies. You had to earn everything that you got as a child all the way up into your adulthood. Nobody was giving you anything. So I didn't grow up with this sort of entitlement attitude, okay? A lot of these generations are growing up with this entitlement attitude, but that's not the way Info grew up. And so I'm happy to be 50 years old on this 11th, 13th 
of uh, November 2019. And I'm glad to be doing this live stream, talking to you all, you great folks in the chat room. I see Blood X is in the house. Peace to Blood X. Mario Bronx is in the house. All of you all that's in the house, I really appreciate you all being here. Uh, originally, I was going to go on on um, on um, yard, StreamYards. And StreamYards has got some problems going on right now. They kept saying that I could not go live or go on because StreamYard is having some problems StreamYards is having some problems with their connection to YouTube and they're investigating it. And I remember hearing some time back, folks, that YouTube might not allow StreamYard to connect into their system. So we're going to find out. what I don't know how many of you have had problems operating your StreamYard. So I used my backup system, which is um, using an OBS style of system where I can put more special effects on the screen. So I, I interchange between different styles and different views. So Lion's Den, brother, I want to say to you right now while you're on the line, and anybody who wants to call in, because I am going to speak about Byron Allen and the situation that he is um, in, a, in a lawsuit with Comcast, and, um, and it's based on the Civil Rights Act of 1866. And what Byron Allen is trying to do is he's trying to say, look, Comcast is going to be able to discriminate against a lot of people because they're going to raise the standards as to how you can bring a lawsuit or how you can hold these corporations accountable for their their fraudulent and unfair practices when it comes to contracting. Byron Allen talks about how a lot of these corporations are not spending uh, appropriate enough much money with black businesses, black radio um, even with himself. And, you know, Byron Allen, he owns uh, the Weather Channel. Another thing I didn't know, Lions Den, Byron Allen, man, he owns a lot of stuff. I didn't even know he owns the Griot. Okay? Did you know that, Lions Den? Um, yeah, um, and he also also he owns a lot of other channels, too. And, um, and one good thing Tell about this is that, you know, he's bringing this to the Supreme Court, and Obviously, that this is huge because if Byron Allen wins, um, if the Supreme Court decided to grant the faith grant Byron Allen's favor, then it's going to open the floodgates of a lot of African Americans who've been discriminated against when it comes to corporate corporate employees. For example, you know if if they if they term if they terminate you um, because of your race, and you can prove that 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 is a fact. Then they can say, "Well, you, it's discrimination," and they it will be in serious trouble. So that that should be a great thing if Byron Allen um, in the Supreme Court and wins this case against well, Comcast. The last I read, it looks like, and I don't want this to happen. And I'm going to say peace to everybody out there in the chat room. Everyone, Samuels, uh, we got Lady M, we got Royalty Simp Simpson. Thank you all for coming through. Uh, today is my birthday, and I appreciate you all out there. Blood X, I see you in the house, brother. Thanks, everybody, for coming over. Uh, we got Sensation, uh, uh, Sassy. I'm bad with names. Um, but we got a lot of great people in the chat room. Lions Den, are you, I know you're on the phone, but are you looking at this on your uh, computer right now? Is there anybody in there you want to shout out or say uh. anything to? Unfortunately, I don't, you know, I, I have it on okay. my phone or my computer okay. at the moment. 
Okay, brother. It's okay. I just wanted to see, you know, sometimes people might be looking at the same time. Um, let me just get right to the point. We are broadcasting live on Spreaker, my podcasting. So this will go out to the podcast. Let me say peace to everybody out there that will be listening to this down the line on, uh, let me see, Google Podcasts. Okay, we got Apple Podcasts. We got CastBox. We got uh, iHeartRadio Podcasts. We got, uh, what else am I on? Oh, people that will be listening or will check this out on my Facebook page that I have separate to my show. Um, And then we've got, um, what's the other one? Anchor Podcasts, Spotify, and we got SoundCloud are some of the um, platforms. For those of you that are listening, peace to you. And let me also say peace to my brother Ben out there. And he's got a great podcast. It's called Seriously not another podcast. I want to say peace to those folks out there. I will be shouting out quite a few of these different podcast shows because I'm connecting with a lot of people. Folks, I will be bringing a lot of great interviews onto the program in the near future. I'm making contact with people that I personally know, people that I've, that I've connected with out there in the business world. These are black folks that are doing incredible things. I've got a young man who will be uh Um, with me i think january of the new year the 18th who is working in in the space engineering and things of that this brother is doing some great things so i've got a lot of goodies uh, of people that i'm booking for the show for the live for live interviews that are coming on board and um i've got a lot of good stuff anthony carter thank you for being here i see uh peggy roster is here thank you for being here i've got a lot of goodies we got Anita B's in the house. Oh, fine, sexy Anita B. Peace to you, sister. Uh, make sure y'all share the video. Once again, it is my birthday. I'm coming on here. I'm very appreciative of life to be able to wake up and see 5-0. A lot of people sometimes get depressed and be like, I'm getting old. Well, you know, I'm getting old. I'm getting gray in my hair. But you know what? I've earned the gray in my hair. I've earned these years because... I've seen, there's a lot of people that I knew growing up, folks, that are not here anymore. And so I, I, I've earned it. I've gone through the ups and downs of life, and I'm still uh, going to learn more and more about life. There's so much more to learn. But you know what they say, Lions, then when you get older, you get to a point where you just don't give a damn. <laughs> You'll speak your mind. <laughs> and that's what Byron Allen yeah. said today. I'm going to play an uh, audio clip. Because he said some explosive things about Al Sharpton and uh, President Obama, who I know we all wish would have done a little bit more than what he did do as it relates to the black community. I am going to dispute some things. Um, oh, we got sister, we got uh, Miss Reed here. Peace to you, Miss Reed. And we got my man Full Circle with the $5 Super Chat. If you want to call in Full Circle, you see the number on the line there. Let me um, thank you for that. Thank you for the super chat. That's right, brother. Give you a clap, too. <laughs> Woo! That music is funky, too. You are listening, you are listening to Information Man. Man. All right, folks, I'm just having a little fun. It's my birthday. I'm having a little fun. I want y'all to have fun with me. Full circle, if you want to call in, brother, 
and talk, brother. Go ahead. And you know, another thing, full circle, I need you, full circle, to definitely get up on my panel and let me interview you one of these days, brother. So, Lion's Den, what I want to do, and I'm going to say once again, Lion's Den, Lion's Den, brother, thank you again from the bottom of my heart for your shout-out on your channel today. I got a chance to look at it, brother. You surprised me. I didn't know um, that you were going to uh, be so gracious towards me like that, brother, but I really appreciate that. Um, everybody no in the everybody in the chat room, do me a favor. Hey, go ahead and subscribe to each other. Help each other out. And um, another thing, too, this is just for people on YouTube in general who are content creators. There was a video that I put on my um, – on my Twitter. And if you are following me on Twitter, it's, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, <laughs> at Clinton 06 at Clinton 06. That was a guy talking about emojis, how people were getting their Google accounts suspended on YouTube, putting too many emojis. And he was saying that it was ridiculous when they were trying to contact YouTube to fix this problem. But for some reason, if you do a massive amount of uh, emojis, we're talking about just a, a massive amount, you could be at risk for losing uh, your your Google account altogether, which means you won't be able to do anything on Google even outside of uh, YouTube because YouTube is owned by Google. So just want to give you all a heads up out there. And who do we have online right now? Hey, this is Mario Brunson. What's going on, brother? What's uh, Peace to What's you. What's up, man? I was in your chat. I was in your live chat. Mario Brunson, yeah, I'm glad to have you here. And we got my man Screen Learning coming in. Peace to you, Screen Learning. Let me give you a super chat. Thank you. <laughs> Let me hit this for you. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you, Screen Learning. Hey, um, brother, I thank you for calling in. What I want to do, uh, uh, anything you want to say, brother, I really would appreciate it. But I am going to play this Byron Allen clip because he goes in hard. I don't know if you heard it. But he went in hard on Al Sharpton. I don't know how you feel about Al Sharpton or even Obama at this point. But he went in hard. And to me, the only re- the reason why he could talk like this is because when you've got money and you've got power and you've got economic independence, especially as a black man, <laughs> you can really say what you want to say. What are your thoughts, brother? Yeah, well, my thoughts on Byron Allen is my thoughts on um, I'm following Byron for a minute. Okay. And uh, Byron, people think that because uh, black they tout black people out as uh, being there, they give them that label. Mm-hmm. Byron Aaron don't have have billions of dollars like that. He don't. Okay. This man is being back. He's an agent. Okay. All of these people are agents. Man. Okay. They are front people for for white men. White <laughs> men use these token Negroes as pawns. Here they're using them up, and they'll let that white woman that he married to destroy him later. Okay. So, um, he just he's just another token. He's well, no different than the rest of them. Okay. Well, let me just say this. And so, when you get up to that level, no matter how much whether he's a billionaire, whatever he assets he has, when you get up to that level, uh one can make an inference that to get to that kind of level, you've got to make some deals, you've got to rub certain shoulders with certain people maybe kiss some butt here and there. But as it relates but to at out, the expense of at the expense of who though? Of yeah. your, your own people. Okay. Well let me let me say this to you because I want to play this clip. What is your thoughts? Because what Allen Byron Allen brings up some some issues about Al Sharpton in terms of 
where money is going when it comes to this media conglomerate, you know, media doing business with black businesses in terms of advertising dollars and getting proper because contracts. That, that was a, that, that, because that was safe. Okay. The reason why he was able to throw Al up under the bus okay. because the black community don't deal with Al Sharpton anyway. Right, right. Al Sharpton on support, supporting cast is already done. Al Sharpton is done, and he know that, so that was very safe. That was methodic oh, okay. and, and strategic. Okay. So, okay, you can throw Al up under the bus because Al, we, not, we don't fund Al Sharpton. Mm-hmm. We don't support Al Sharpton. Okay. So, therefore, we, we, will, <clears throat> we will jump on board with that because you know us how, how we we emotional people. So if you if you say something like that, black people are jump on to that. They're oh oh he talking junk about Al Sharpton because I don't like Al Sharpton. So anything somebody says about him, I'm gonna agree with it, even though him and Al Sharpton need to have dinner tonight. We don't know that they could be having dinner right now as we speak together. Like man, hey, you know I had to do that to you, man. It's okay. That's the game, man. That's the game they play. They they play on our emotions. Wow. Lions Den. We are emotional people. Lions Den, before I play this clip, what do you think about what the brother is saying? He's saying he believes that Byron Allen is an agent as well. And that I think he makes an interesting point that he's uh, calling Al Sharpton out and even Obama because they're what we call as their soft targets right now. Because he's saying that, you know, black people in general, we don't really rock with Al Sharpton like that anymore. What is your, what do you think? Because I'm going to play the clip. It's about a seven minute clip and it should add to the discussion tonight. And brother, uh, brother Moses, good to see you here, brother. It's my birthday tonight. I'm just uh, celebrating a little bit, kicking it and chilling with y'all all. all. What do you think, Lions Den? Well, no, I'm going to tell you like this. Um, our some I agree with the brother about Al Sharpton because remember Al Sharpton is on MSNBC. Now remember NBC, uh, MSNBC owned by Comcast. So I'm not really surprised at what the brother was saying about what Al Sharpton say. Right. As, as far as uh, as far as, as far as Byron Allen is concerned, you know the thing of it is is that we, we and I know that he's a billionaire, quote unquote billionaire. And and I think there's been rumors that he was a part of he's had a company that owned by Donald Trump. There's been rumors about that, but we don't even get we don't know if that's confirmed or not. But I will say this: Byron Allen is is we're the only black billionaire we all know is going to confront Comcast and and, and how they run shady business with with or how you know been discriminated against when it comes to African Americans and, and whatnot. So. With that being said, I think what's going to happen is that depending on what the court, Supreme Court decision is going to be, right. whatever it is, whatever it is, it's going to impact everyone if Byron Allen wins. But if it loses, it's going to be the same old, same old thing that they're going to discriminate you because you're black or they're going to discriminate you because you got got, got the wrong type of hair. Right. We'll wait and see what's going to happen in the Supreme Court when, when this decision happens. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. I want to say peace to uh, Al Express. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you for the super chat. And we got big pokey dog doggy in the house. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you for the super chat. I want to thank everybody that's coming through. Let me uh, go ahead and just play this seven-minute clip. Let, let, let me say some information, man, before you um, play this video. Yes, yes, sir. Uh, um, uh, for, um, 
what my man just said. I want I want to um, respond to that. Okay. Um, and about eighty percent of that I agree with it. But okay. The last twenty percent of this this uh, this Supreme Court case that going on this week right. is going to end. Maybe how who knows how long it's going to take for this to end. But this is just a smoke screen. This would not affect us as black people. This is scare tech. This this fear mongering mm. and, and these tactics they using. And I'm not gonna just sit and regurgitate something I heard from what somebody say. So I'm not gonna repeat what I heard with like Judge Joe Brown interview. I, I watched the interview and I heard what Judge Joe Brown said. But these fear tactics they using this case would not affect us. Okay. So they, I'm, I'm telling you this. This just a play. It's just a play in their playbook that they're going to get us because they fear among them. They're they, they, they trying to fear us into leaning to this man, looking up at this man as a leader. He's not a leader. He's not. But first of all, he lay with a white woman. This man married to a white woman. So he ain't going to lead black people no way because he'd go against the woman who he lay with. Okay. You are who you lay with, and that's who he is. This man being showed you who he are. This man just well, pop up out of nowhere. Yeah, he He's not... This this not gonna take black people to the promised land, even if okay. you win this case. Well, let me say this. Let me let me say this and all to be balanced here. I don't necessarily believe that Byron Allen is trying to actually lead black people. Matter of fact, you can make an argument that because he's a quote unquote businessman, he might be self serving for his own pocketbook. Because in the interview that I'm gonna play, the guy on there said to him or are you doing, he, he said that, you know, Al Sharpton is a shakedown artist. And the guy said to him, or aren't you trying to shake down Comcast? And he says, well, no, I'm a legitimate businessman. I don't want to, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Now, obviously being a businessman, he is going to be self-serving for himself because he's not getting the contracts that he wants. So I don't think it's about Byron Iron trying to be a leader personally. I think it's more about him trying to take care of himself as a businessman. But, and, but, and you, by, but you, but you have to use, remember. But yes, yes. I agree with you. I agree with you, but you have to remember you, you're talking to black people. So anytime we see a, a black person progressing in any way, we're gonna latch on to to this person as a leader. And you know he knows this, and plus well, his handlers know this. Right. And that, and and that's so be- even if he do it indirectly, mm-hmm. it, it's still gonna happen. It's okay. happening now. That's why we having these conversations. Okay, about brother. This, man, we putting this I, we deifying this dude. Okay. You hear people speak of this dude like a Jesus. Okay. Well, this, this, so, this so is this is we have thing. to be careful. This is the reason why. And I had a conversation with Brother Art on his show the other night that was very very productive. I think that and peace out to, and, and peace to Brother Art out there. Peace to Brother Gab Talk Media, O'Shea Dude Jackson, everybody within Black YouTube out there. Uh, peace to all of you out there tonight if you're listening to me or you listen to this later. Um, this is the thing. I think black people, one of our biggest problems is that we have been, one, religiously oriented, okay? No disrespect to anybody's religion, but it's just the truth. We've been religiously oriented, and that out of that religious orientation, we have a Messiah complex where we're always looking for one person to lead us to some promised land. When you look at the ADOS movement, and believe me, I'm 100% for ADOS, right? But you've got this situation going on between Tone Talks, Yvette and Brother Tariq Nasheed over this whole issue over, is it ADOS or is it foundational black people? 
And they, right? And to me, one of our biggest problems as black people is that we get too caught up in symbolism and messianism. We need to focus on what is in the best interest of us. So while having these arguments about philosophical views on how we get reparations, if we're going to get it, if we keep having these different philosophical views and we put ourselves in our different tribes and we split ourselves like that, we're never going to really achieve what we need to achieve if black people just cannot stop hating on one another and everybody trying to be, I got to take, I got to be the leader of this. That's our problem. We suffer from the Messiah complex that we need someone to lead us and we, um, and we got to follow someone and then it leads us down you, the road. It doesn't get us what we really need because we're not working. Um, and I know screen learning will, I had a de- conversation with him about why collectivism doesn't work versus the individual, because collectivism means that, the group, someone has to sacrifice for the better men of the group. But we know right now, sometimes we're not willing to sacrifice. And if we're not willing to sacrifice, I, I have a, it's going to hurt the collectivism. Go ahead, brother, because I want to play this clip and, and, and okay. have other let people me, let come me say this. Let me say this uh, uh, um, to what you just said. Yes, sir. I have a solution to this, to this, to this problem, this black, um, this black problem we have. All right. Brother uh, Art. thing we have to do. Mm-hmm. This, this this is one this is one solution to this problem. Only thing we have to do as a group of people pool our money together, come up with a come up with a, a um a, um I uh, uh, forgot the word um uh, agent. It's a, it's a group of investigators to investigate these so called leaders mm-hmm. into their income, where their money is coming from, who is funding these people, and I guarantee you they will disappear off the map overnight. Okay. I don't think we have to do investigate these people who paying them, who paying these agents to do this. Vet okay. Carnell, Tongue Talk, Tariq Nasheed, all these people who planning on talking about leading black people somewhere. If you find out who funding these people, because these people ain't just come from nowhere. They're not getting this money from nowhere. I mean, from just anyway. Right. We're not funding these people. Let's just be honest. Well, black people ain't donating this kind of money to these people. Well, the these bi- people are getting checks. Yeah, the, bo- the bottom. Confused. Let me just say this, brother. The bottom line is, is that you always follow the money because the money in the narrative and the in the agenda always matches up. For example, when you look at the Black Lives Matter movement, we know that it was George Sora, a liberal who yeah. is into doing this what social engineering. He put money in that pot to manipulate that. Whenever you have. I don't care if it's liberals, conservatives, whenever you have someone with money like that influencing and putting money in your movement, you don't have a voice. They're the true voice behind that movement, manipulating things. Let me uh, do this. Let me play the clip. Anybody else that wants to call in? We got brother Art in the house. We got my man Kenny who gave me the super chat, brother. Thank you for that. Thank you for the super chat. Brother Kenny says, happy birthday information, man. Blessings be with you, my fellow Scorpio. Yes. Many more special. Yeah. I'm hoping for many more, brother. I live as long as I possibly can within this crazy world. Yeah, happy birthday, my brother. Happy oh, thank birthday, you. man. Thank you. Thank you for that. So let me do this. Lions Den, are you still with me, brother? I'm still here, brother. Say something to the people out there, brother. I mean, this is a good conversation we're starting off with. <laughs> yeah, I want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. Um, even though I won't be able to see what everybody was writing, but I still got love for each and every one of you guys. And, um, Still going to rain strong. And for Info's birthday, man, 50 years old, 
man. Eleven years, <laughs> still going strong, brother. Yeah, brother. I'm, I'm just, just showing my Facebook, man. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying. Oh, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. I'm trying, man. I, I mean, I've, I'm, I'm going to tell you, it hasn't been easy. I've gone up the hard side of the mountain like everybody. I've had my struggles in life. I've made my mistakes. I'm going to be honest. You know, I was married for about 15 years, divorced for 11. And when I look back on my divorce, I made mistakes in my marriage that did contribute to the marriage not lasting. So you have to, as you, you grow as a man, you grow with wisdom through experiences, um, and you, you gain uh, knowledge as you go along in life. And hopefully you will take that wisdom that you learn and that people have imparted upon you and you will give it and transfer it to other people in a wise manner. So I thank you all for being here. Let me do this. Let me get through this part of the show. I've got to play the seven-minute uh, breakdown of Byron Allen so that we can analyze it and, and, and break it down. I also want to bring up some issues some problematic issues I have about the movie Harriet Tugman. I definitely want to touch on that tonight. I should have, I should do a separate video or live stream about that, but that's another issue because why that's an issue? Because the same company, whether you like Byron Allen or not, the same company that Byron Allen is in this lawsuit against Comcast is the one responsible for the production and the money behind the movie Harriet Tugman, which is why I said before, Whoever is controlling the money purse controls the vision that you're going to get. Even though it had a black, it had black people directing and writing and all of this, where did the money come from? And that's why you can explain them come, uh, creating uh, fictional characters of black men being bounty hunters, uh, hunting after their own people because he wants to have money to get white women. Okay, all that type of bigger long was his name. Guess what? The guy never existed. Nobody should have their kids watching that movie when that movie has got nothing but fiction in it. So let me go ahead and play this particular audio and I'll be back with the folks on the calls and Lions Den. Hang on there, brother. And those of you who want to call in once again, this is the Information Man show. The number 605-313-5658 with the code number being 571 one two eight. It is a conference call, so that means that more people can call in and be on the line talking. So let me go here with the clip right here. Check it out. Million dollar lawsuit over alleged racial discrimination against black-owned media companies. Now, in the complaint, Byron Allen, a comedian, TV presenter, and CEO of Entertainment Studios, alleges that Comcast gave Al Sharpton that 6 p.m. show on MSNBC, for which he's been paid approximately $750,000 per year, despite notoriously low ratings, and in exchange for his continued public support for Comcast on issues of diversity. Now, it all sounds kind of convoluted, and I want to get to the bottom of it. So joining me now in Los Angeles is Byron Allen. Thank you for Tell being here this morning. Tell the truth. Thank you, Brian, for having me. Uh, this case uh, has been getting a lot of coverage this week. We've heard from Comcast, and I'll read their comment in a minute. But, but tell me the, the one-minute version of what you're alleging. Real simple. Uh, the cable industry, AT&T, DirecTV, Comcast, Time Warner, they spent about $50 billion a year licensing cable networks and advertising with less than, one, less than $3 million per year going to 100% African-American-owned media. Now, what they do is they make token donations to people like Al Sharpton 
the NAACP, the Urban League, and after taking those donations, they negotiated a fraudulent MOU that says this is okay for black people to live by. What America needs to understand is that Al Sharpton does not speak for me. Al Sharpton does not speak for black people. It's like I ask people, who is the white person who speaks for you? It's racist to even believe that Al Sharpton is the go-to person. Shame on you, Sony, for thinking, sit down with Al Sharpton, and that negates your racist emails about President Obama. So it's real simple. These, these uh, token donations they make to him, as reported in the New York Post, allows them to have racial cover. This is why we're not getting enough advertising or any advertising from McDonald's and Coca-Cola and Chrysler and General Motors and AT&T. They don't spend any money with African-American-owned media. Something that's very alarming, AT&T spent more money on Al Sharpton's lavish 60th birthday than they spent on Ebony Magazine, the biggest African-American magazine in America, around 70 years, 10 million readers per month. AT&T spent only $30,000 on that magazine. Walmart has given money to Al Sharpton. Walmart doesn't spend any money in Ebony Magazine, and they barely do business with me in a long-term partnership, and I'm constantly going back and forth with Walmart and Chrysler as well. So he is the least expensive Negro. Don't really do business now, with you know real African-American-owned companies. Something like that sounds. I mean, when you say that about Al Sharpton, are you, are you saying he's the numbers? Down the numbers are actual. The numbers are just, just follow the money. That you know, don't do business with real African American owned companies. Just make a token. Give him fifty thousand and a bucket of chicken, and we're good. We won't have any problems with real African American owned media. You should not be Chrysler. You shouldn't be giving him money and not spending money you're, with me and others like me and Stevie Wonder's radio so station here in Los Angeles. So you're saying it's a shakedown, but aren't you trying to shake them down the same way by filing this lawsuit, which you no, know is not no, going to succeed? No, no, no. Brian, let's define a shakedown. He doesn't give anything in return. I am a legitimate businessman. I am one of the largest independent producers of television and media in the world. I have 36 television shows on the air and seven 24-hour HD networks. They're not letting us participate in the $50 billion that they spend on licensing and advertising. There's a very big difference. He's the shakedown. I'm the legitimate entrepreneur. We have to make well, we're, sure we're showing that... showing some of your that, programs right now, but let me read Comcast's response. I think it's really important to hear their side here. They say this sure. complaint represents nothing more than a string of inflammatory, inaccurate, and unsupported allegations. We are proud of our outstanding record supporting and fostering diverse programming. They went on to say we will re defend vigorously against the scurrilous accusations, allegations in this complaint, and we fully expect that the court will dismiss them. Now, Sharpton has not commented on the record. Uh, do you have a question for him or a thing you'd like him to address about this? No, Al Sharpton's not that. He's not important. He's nothing more than a, a black pawn in a very sophisticated white economic chess game. He's being used by his white masters at Comcast and AT&T. He just needs to shut up and get in the bleachers. What we have to do is get, their, get these corporations to understand you must include African-American-owned media. We have to stop the financial genocide against the black Sharpton community. I mean, you understand how offensive this all sounds to someone like Al Sharpton. Well, you know, I'm not worried about his feelings. I'm more focused on getting corporate America to understand it's time to do business with us. And President Obama. President Obama has been bought and paid for. 
He has taken donations from Comcast. Comcast is his biggest contributor. AT&T is one of his biggest contributors. Listen, Obama, you, you, your own FTC is investigating AT&T for throttling. How can you even consider them to buy direct Tell TV when you're the suing truth. them? Is it because you took donations? Yes, Obama. Information Don't even think about letting power. them merge until they settle this lawsuit and that lawsuit. Comcast so got me. caught... D- mm-hmm. Well, let me, Brian, this is important. Your main issues here are about the mergers, Comcast, Time Warner Cable, and AT&T DirecTV. No, Brian, let me be clear. My main issue is about economic inclusion for African Americans. You know, Comcast deployed software that slowed down video over the web in 2008. They broke federal laws. That's like me robbing a bank, and then after I get on probation saying I want to be the president of the bank. Obama has to do more. I'm very proud of what Obama has done for the gay community. I'm very proud that he has achieved gay marriage. And if you can do that, you can achieve economic inclusion for all Americans, especially African Americans, who have been left the furthest behind. Obama, you bailed out the banks. The banks you bailed out don't even make commercial loans to African Americans. Obama, you bailed out the car companies. Those car companies don't advertise with people like me and people like Ebony Magazine. Obama controls close to $2 billion in advertising. Join the Army. Join the Navy. Join the it, Marines. It sounds like... We, as African Americans, like do not receive... Yeah. My me- and, No, and, Brian, you're not hearing me. Brian, listen to me carefully. My concern is that I hear what you're saying. You're African saying that they're not advertising with independently owned media. These are issues about media consolidation. But I understand that you're making, no. making these racial points about how they affect African-American communities and businesses. Uh, I do want viewers to know just about we media. read the Comcast statement, and we'd like to hear from Sharpton as well on this, and, and hopefully we can in the future. But, uh, Mr. Allen, I do appreciate you being here this morning and, and telling us about this. Okay, Obama, do the right thing. You are listening to Information Man Podcast. Information is power. All right, everybody, we're back. That is the clip. I hope everybody could hear that clip very clearly. Let me know in the chat room by putting yes if you could hear it. Uh, It was a long clip, but I hope you could hear it. But the thing that was really funny to me is when he said that Al Sharpton needs to get in the bleachers. <laughs> I mean, say what you will about Allen, Byron Allen, whatever you think about him. I have to be admit that there was some truth to what he was saying in terms of Al Sharpton and in terms of Obama. I have to agree with those things and, and, and why would he not know that when he's in those circles? Because I think Byron Allen, he came on another show that I listened to, a radio show, and he said he was really heels over heels for uh, Obama, and he's been uh, a big critic of uh, President Obama and what he didn't feel that he got done for us. And that's another thing I want to bring up. Um, I am going to be doing a separate video talking about this notion about uh, for, the, for the you black folks out there and folks out there who believe that 
somehow Donald Trump has improved black unemployment. I've done the numbers. I've done the research. You got the, I've used his own Bureau of Labor statistics, his, and then I looked at what they were when Obama was in office. And I'm telling you right now, uh, Donald Trump is not creating, has did not create more jobs, um, employ, employment opportunities for black people in comparison to the numbers from the Labor Department, not my numbers. It didn't come from no liberal publication. These are labor statistic numbers, and it also comes out of Forbes, and that ain't no liberal rag. And um, I'm sorry, a lot of us black folks running around here using that as part of the excuse for why you want to follow Donald Trump because he's putting more black folks in uh, jobs. But it's funny, no one ever talks about uh, what are these jobs that Trump have created. We just hear black folks saying, well, he creating jobs for black folks, so he's a good president. Well, what kind of jobs? Are these high-wage paying jobs? Or are these low-skilled jobs? See, nobody wants to get into that. Are they minimum wage? Because if he's creating jobs, but these jobs don't give you a livable wage, then how is that benefiting black folks or anybody out here if the jobs are minimum wage and they're not paying you enough money to make it in this society where... Uh, wages are continuing to be stagnant while people uh, price of living's going up wages are stagnant so he can create all the jobs he wants but the question is what type of jobs nobody talks about that okay nobody wants to talk about that because you might find out that a lot of these jobs are not paying you enough money to support a guy to support a, a family let me say what's up to brother yapo yapo Yapole in there. Yapo, brother Yapo. I'm glad to see you in the chat room tonight. I did get your message, brother. Email me. Give me a call. You got the number. Let's talk. It's been a long time, brother Yapo. Lions Den. Uh, we've got brother Yapo in the house. Yeah, tell me, brother Yapo, what's going on? What's up? He's, he's pretty cool when we were talking last time. So that's, I'm glad he's on the chat room tonight. Yeah. We got uh, my man, Steel Water Nation. Peace to you. Guy's got a great channel. He's got all the special effects, and he's got a fun channel. If you just want to go to a YouTube channel where you want to have a good time and get away from all the stress of talking about the issues that we talk about, uh, Stillwater's got that kind of channel where you can just have a good time and chill. Let me just let y'all know, there's a lot of different people on uh, YouTube Michael. that are doing a lot of chill things. Check out these chill these channels that are chill. You know, we're going we're gonna to have channels like mine where we get into these kind of issues, and then there's channels where you can go and relax and chill. We got my man Marlo's Music Channel. He plays piano. He's a brother who plays piano. If you want to learn how to play the piano... Hello? Yes, I'm, I'm gonna come with you. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come to you right in just okay. a moment. Just, just give me a moment. If you want to learn piano, I got. I got to give some some uh, some advertising for some folks out here. If you want to learn piano and you want to relax the piano play, check out Marlo's uh, music channel. Now, if you want to know about Bitcoin, uh, what's going on in the, in the industry of business, uh, technology, health. Um, where things are going, robots, space, all of that, you check out the Black Brain Trust. That's right, the Black Brain Trust. Check them out. Now, if you want to have an intellectual conversation where there's good conversation amongst brothers about all issues of the day dealing with black men, check out my man, Prophet of Thought series. 
He goes live on Wednesdays and Thursdays, and he has a variety of great folks within black YouTube that are prominent folks who come on and uh, talk about a variety of different things, black male issues, relationship issues, how we can best improve ourselves as men. So check him out. We got Book of Alpha Romney. That brother, he gives the game. Check him out. Um, we got O'Shea Du Jackson, who's got the Sunday Rumble, which I've been a part of. Check out my man Gab Talk Media. Check them out. Um, there's a lot of good stuff going on on YouTube. Check it out. Oh, there's a brother that I'm very proud to call my brother, and that's brother, um, brother T.R. Nari X. Brother is a musician. He's traveled the world as a musician. He's got a great channel. He plays the guitar. He helps people grow their channels. So if you want to grow your channels, check out T.R. Nari X. Great brother. He just had a birthday not too long, just yesterday. And um, I'm a fixture over there on his show as well. So with that said, those are my promos right now. I peace, peace and love to everybody out there. Now, who do we have online on the Information Man show? What's going on? This uh, brother Super Mike two one six four. What's up, Super Mike? What's up, big brother? No, um, I mean I just thought you got an interesting. No, I just said I called in. I just thought you have an interesting show. Good show. Oh, thank uh, you, brother. Well, well programmed. Yeah, thank I think you. I seen you also on uh, on a uh, black black junction. Yeah, I got. So that I, was I, good I got, too. Yeah, I got a page over there. I interviewed brother Yusef a long time ago. And um, I, I'm kind of sad to say I saw his latest video some time ago where he says he's thinking about shutting uh, Black Junction TV down. He'll keep the other portion because um, I, I feel bad to have to say this. He's not doing well with it because he's not getting black people support. And that's a damn shame with Thunder. Yeah, I think that's a, a big shame, too, but. I mean, you know, he has talent, so maybe when we realize, uh, maybe he'll come give us something again. Yeah. But no, uh, I just wanted to comment on the, uh, Byron Allen. Yeah, brother, give situation. your opinion. Yeah, give your opinion. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, you know, I, I I think what Byron Allen, I think I think it's just several levels that this thing is going to play out in. Mm -hmm. uh, there's levels that he's, he has an he has an objective. Uh, there's a hidden objective, and then there's an objective on where this is leading us to overall mm -hmm. as a community. And what I mean, just real quick, and I, this is uh, okay. it's just the fact that I think that he is, he, he's got his self-serving interest. Yes. But, uh, you know, that's a business person, so he's going to have that. And, uh, but what business? Yeah, I mean, but, but brother, what we gotta be? We gotta be logical here. What business person getting, uh, doesn't have large uh, wait a minute. cookies and cream? Yeah, let me let, let me just, listen. <laughs> this brother, this brother must be at the store ordering some something delicious to eat. But let me just say this, brother. This is very yeah, simple. Yeah, I'm, this, I'm right here with you. Okay, I'm this right is here with you. this is just a simple statement. Let me just say this here. I'm just turning the volume down on your speaker because it brings feedback. Let me just say this here. What business person or businessman or woman is not self-serving? So, so that's why it doesn't really bother me what he's doing personally because that's what a businessman is supposed to do. You're supposed to look after your self-interest to survive, bottom line. But this is the thing. If the case 
that Byron Allen is bringing forth to the Supreme Court, if he wins, it is going to benefit black people that are in business. We're always talking about black business. Black people need to have their own businesses. If he wins, it's going to help black people that are in business so that they get the advertisement dollars, whether it be radio, whatever. Because what Byron Allen is saying is that they're not sharing. He's saying that they're giving money to Al Sharpton. He's getting paid, what, 700000 He makes 700000 with MSNBC. He's saying Sharpton's getting some money. And what happens is Comcast and Sony, they cut these checks to guys like Al Sharpton to make it look like they're doing something for the black community. But they're still not doing business with other business people. Al Sharpton's on television. And he's making money. And he's doing whatever he does, whether you agree with the guy or not. So that's what I want to add there, brother. Now I'm bringing your volumes up. Go ahead. Uh, yes, sir. Like I said, I agree with you 100%. We got to stop demonizing business. I mean, we need aggressive business, but what we want to demand though, from our business leaders is loyalty. Right. And just from our organization, so we want we want our people to make money. And we want to stop uh, being uh, suspicious of people who are getting money, you know. But we want loyalty, and the only problem that I, I see a little bit with, with what Byron is doing is that uh, he he some and they and Tyreek today made a good uh, point uh, how he doesn't have as as much uh, black programming as you would like to see, mm-hmm. and I'm not even worried about uh, you know the marriage thing. I'm I'm just not, but that is a flag. Uh, and, and I understand that he needs us to mobilize for him, but that's kind of what happened in the 60s when we mobilized for all of our black professionals to get in, included, and and they and they didn't uh, they didn't return the favor in making sure that the little people got access, and that's why we feel sold out by them today. Yeah, and, and that's that's the problem that we're having. So we don't want to have that repeat cycle, but we have to try. But we do have to demand of our, uh, you know, e- even though we love him. I love Byron Allen from Detroit. I'm from Detroit. Okay. And he's a good example of a businessman. But, you know, we demand loyalty, you know. And so that's that's my main thing. But what I, what I also want to say is if he loses the case, it still would end up helping us. I mean, did you see uh, Greg Carr's uh, response to the Byron Allen situation? No, brother. Explain Dr. that to Greg us. Carr. Explain that if, if you could. Well, Dr. Us. Greg Carr. Dr. Greg, Dr. Greg Carr made a, a observation. He's a professor at uh, somewhere in, uh, I think Howard University, and he teaches this stuff all the time. He said that you know if if he loses, then uh, the 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 uh, the uh, the Supreme Court case with uh, Dred Scott would take precedent because it never was revoked. Right. Yeah, which which a lot of people don't like, but what it would do is it would fractionalize, it would increase state rights over uh, federal government rights, and it could tear the country apart. And what basically would fractionalize the country because, like you said, it would, uh, you know, it would it would throw a lot of stuff into people would basically end up moving to where they would have the uh, best chance of getting their uh, rights protected. And that would kind of fractionalize the country. 
Uh, that's what Greg Carr observed. This is the problem, though. No matter what you feel about Byron Allen personally, um, right, if right, he right, loses, right. if he loses the case, it is going to have recordable damage towards all people um, trying to get their business off the ground and get those advertising dollars and get recognized and be um, treated fairly in the market in the in the marketplace and with, when it comes to contracts. So that's true. Despite so so that's why I personally I can put aside whatever my personal difference are with this guy oh, Byron yeah. Allen because we have to as I said before we need to look at um, what is in the best interest and as my man Screen Learning said when I interviewed him he said one of our downfalls is that when you talk about collectivism I'm going to say it again collectivism is based on the fact that one must be willing to sacrifice themselves and not be selfish for the whole. But unfortunately... Well, isn't that the concept of Jesus the Christ? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just saying, even though that's, that's that concept. That's, we, we use religious concepts and we say we hate religion, yeah. but we're using these same principles. You're right. You know, and, but, and we're just using different languages, so... We need to, you know, really just reimagine. I mean, I understand the reason why we were taught the religion the wrong way, but, you know, we got some good principles that we need to, uh, you know, just kind of pay attention to. But the only thing is what I was saying, too, though, uh, if he loses it, and it's just going to create a – I think it's leading us as a community, as a black community, ever since we even got here during slavery mm-hmm. and after the slavery, the Jim Crow and all of the other uh, you know, turtles that we, it is just pushing us where we are destined to be, which is into a separate community that we actually control. That's where I think we're, we're heading. It's going to happen at some point in time. And I think that if he loses, which the type of Supreme Court that Donald Trump has stacked, they very well, and it's a pretty good chance, they're going to side with uh, Comcast. And I think that Byron Allen is going to lose this case. Because if he goes to the Supreme Court, if the conservative Supreme Court, he's going to lose, I think. What and I so was. I um, think it's just going to create more pressure on us to go ahead and take over cities and take over states and, and take over police departments right. and get busy and go ahead and control areas that we can protect ourselves. And, you know, we're going to still be Americans, but we're going to have to think a whole lot different we don't have to think control we can't be thinking equality we got to think dominance you know and so that's my comment okay well either the bottom line is um to work as a collective as i was saying brother you have to sacrifice yourself and the problem is how many of us are willing to do that and that's one of the reasons why as my brother screen learning was saying sometimes collectivism sometimes doesn't work because there's always someone that's being selfish and breaking it apart. And that's one of the concerns that I have about the whole, uh, the ADOS movement, which I'm a supporter of wholeheartedly, but I'm afraid that if we, as we were saying earlier, when the brother called on, called in earlier, if we get caught up in this Messiah type complex, it could actually hurt the movement because everyone's looking for some leader, some Messiah, some person to lead the way. We really, I, I really think, like I said, I think sometimes we, we, we 
we speak out of pain and we use certain buzzwords and of course we've been lied to so it, it kind of triggers but that messiah complex if you look at it uh as a function i mean you're going to need a person to come along like that i'm sorry every community i don't care if you start looking at uh other groups that have had struggles against um you know, oppressive kinds of situations, you're going to have that leader come along or that that good organizer come along. Mm-hmm. And you may have a series of them come along. So they are, they're just natural leadership, and we shouldn't be afraid of that. We shouldn't discourage it. We shouldn't be mad at ourselves because we are attracted to a, a galvanizing personality. But at the same time, we do need to be careful. You know, that's all. Well, the reason well, why the, re- the reason why um, yeah, we've always we, we've always had you're right we've always had leaders, but the reason why I'm a little concerned still is because the question is: Are you following the right leader, or are you following someone that's going to take you to your doom? When you look at uh, the Jim Jones situation, where Jim Jones was a religious man, I know this personally because I've had friends growing oh, up that yeah. lost their family. So sometimes you can follow the wrong person that can lead you down the wrong path because you're so passionate about them. And I think another thing that we suffer from personally is we get too caught up in personalities. Damn a personality. I want results. If we're going to fight for reparations, we're going to fight in this situation with the the Civil Rights Act of 1866, which Byron Island is using then that's why I say, damn the personality. I don't care about his personality. I don't care who he's laying in the bed with because what he's doing is bigger than just him. It's how it affects other black people collectively. If he loses this case, if the Supreme Court, and from what I've seen today in an article related to the Supreme Court, it looks like the Supreme Court may screw us. That's, it looks. I'm, I'm hearing reports that it does not look promising. They're going to die with Comcast. Right, they're going to go with Comcast. To me, to me, like I said, this is like a mathematical problem almost. And if, if anybody who has experience with math, and like you said, it doesn't matter about your personality and all that kind of thing. It's like you have to understand the variables. And right. so if you got ignorant people, you got uh, bad leadership, or you got uh, liars, you got a, 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 a you can't get mad that those factors exist. You have to calculate for those factors and you have to understand what is your what is your solution and you have to press forward for your solution. It, it is what it is. You okay. Like we get mad at people because they fail or we get mad at people like the bad, we call them a bad leader. But, I mean, you know, some people would say, well, you know, here's a flag, the man was married to this person. Here's a flag, the man didn't hire that person. Okay. So those were flags, too. But, I mean, like you said, it, it's all situational. But Byron Allen, like I said, I support Byron Allen. I support him, and I support him as leadership of the black community at this moment. Okay. And, it, it's, and like you said, it's not a personality situation. But it's just that I support what he's doing, but I also support uh, the aftermath of other people because that's going to bring other leadership right. into play that currently is, is, is 
too radical for us right now. Right. Let me just say this. We got someone else that's called in. Let me just, let me hang, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on, brother. Let me, um, let me say a few words. Once again, you may not like the person at the time, but are you able to look at is what they're doing in the best interest for black people and people across the board in this society that will have to deal with these corporations because these corporations, I'm sorry, they run this country. Matter of fact, if you didn't know America is a corporation and these corporations control these politicians, nobody becomes president if they don't bow themselves down to the corporations, which is why when Byron Allen said that Obama is, been brought and sold for out and all the rest of these. It's true. When you're playing high states politics, you are brought and sold for when you play in that arena is what I'm talking about, especially in that arena. Nobody is a clean slate in these arenas. Before I bring the brother who's called back in uh, on to talk, I've got to give my man lion's den, see what he has to say. And then the two brothers that are on who want to debate the differences, you can go ahead and do that. But let me give Lion's Den uh, hear from him, and then I'll get to you two brothers if you want to debate the issues because I know that the other brother who just called in, he got a few things he wants to say. So Lion's Den, let Lion's Den speak first. Lion's Den, are you there? I'm still here, brother. Okay. I'm going to have those two brothers debate the issue that they want to debate. If that's what's going to happen. But what are you? What are your thoughts so far? Um, you had a chance to hear the video, the audio that I played, and you had a chance to hear some of the things that we've been saying, whether pro or con, for what Brian Allen is doing or what he's representing. Uh, what do you got to say? Well, you know, um, I um, already said that I support Byron Allen. Okay. Um, and what are you doing? Uh, and I know a lot of people probably feels something different about it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's basically, and then, you know, we talk about, you know, um, that he married to a white woman and everything else. But with that being said, that this, this guy, it will open the floodgates to every African-American who's been discriminated against when it comes to the companies. Um, the biggest concern that I have, however, is the Supreme Court justices. Now, remember, this is a conservative Supreme Court. Now, we don't even know who's going to side with who now with this conservative Supreme Court. And that is the biggest concern I have, Info, that you have uh, a conservative, like five to four, I mean, five to four, the majority of conservative Supreme Court, that they can decide anything at the moment. Who's, I mean, are they going to side with Byron Allen? Are they going to side with Comcast? So, well, again, this mm-hmm. is going to be a wait-and-see thing. Yeah. But this is going to be a, a, a huge concern because we're dealing with a conservative Supreme Court. Yeah. I think it's a concern, but I must be honest with, with you all here. Why it's a big problem is because what has Trump been doing since he's been in office? He's been loading up the, the Supreme Court, and then he's been loading – well, mainly he's been lowering up these lower courts – the courts that you got to deal with before you even get to the Supreme Court. He's loading them up with tons of conservative um, uh, of judges. And those conservative judges, what do you think they're going to do to your black you-know-what? So he's loading it up, and therefore he's loading it up on his side, which means something like what Byron Allen is doing, they're going to circumventilate it. See, the problem is this. 
It's a law. Now, the Supreme Court interprets law. Let's get this right, folks. The Supreme Court. What's going on, George Frazier? Thank you for being here. Sugar Love, I see you. And the return of black man. I like that name, the return of black man. Welcome here. Um, the Supreme Court, if I'm not mistaken, and someone can, can, can uh, correct me if I'm wrong, they interpret law. So my question is, you know, Byron Allen has won not once, but two times in the Ninth Circuit. So it shouldn't even be in a guy. This case shouldn't even be in a Supreme Court because he already won in the Ninth Circuit two times because Comcast couldn't take their ass whipping the first two times. They couldn't take that ass whipping. So they said, you know what? We can't let this black guy beat us like this. We're going to take this chump to the Supreme Court. So this case in the Supreme Court is not really Byron Allen's actual full his his he didn't bring it there it got there because the pre the supreme court the comcast and these companies they kept certain ventilating and trying to push the issue because they don't want to take this big fat l that they already got in the ninth circuit courts so donald trump this is why donald trump and any other politicians they want to load the courts up so that it favors their ideology and if you look at what's happening in this country, they've been they're trying to they've been gutting everything that has to do with civil rights. Everything. Okay? It, 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 all the civil rights laws that were put in place, they're gutting it. They're trying to marginalize it so that it does not have an impact for us in the future. This is what in my opinion what Donald Trump is talking about when he says he wants to make America great again. That's just how I feel about it. Now, let's get to the debate here. We got two brothers on here who may have similar agreement or disagreement. Let's get to it and let's be respectful about it too, gentlemen. Go right ahead. Who wants to start first? He can go ahead. Well, I want him to, I want him to repeat his uh the reason why he's supporting this man. Okay. Why I support Yeah, go ahead, brother. Byron. Why do you support Byron Allen? Okay, so this is why I support Byron Allen right at this moment. His case. Okay. Mm-hmm. I see I'm well aware of the flag, and I am concerned about the flag, about the interracial marriage. And I do, and I listen to other stuff that he said, and I hear that he has uh, a strong veneration for uh, the, the the white guy. I think his name was uh, Chris, some some guy who owned uh, who owned the uh, Little Rascals franchise or something like that that helped him to get his big break. Mm. And to to help him get access to the real money, and he, he you know, because I think he said he spent like years or something calling all of the TV shows forty thousand times, asking them to carry his shows, and they kept telling him no. They were joking about not carrying his shows at a, a golf tournament. All of a sudden, he gets a call from this white guy, and uh, the guy comes in there, gives him a tie, gives him some spiel about this was this father's tie and my father was the greatest salesman or something like that mm-hmm. and we're going to bring byron in right made byron feel like oh you know i'm your savior you know these guys was laughing at you and telling telling each other that we're not gonna uh we're not gonna uh give you any business because you're black okay, okay. and then all of a sudden byron they see this man calling them a damn year <laughs> and they're laughing on the golf course, all of a sudden he gets a call. So my question would have been, okay, you were standing there laughing with them for the whole year. 
but all of a sudden I'm getting a call. So they want to bring Byron in uh, because I believe that they could use Byron, even though he may be sincere, but just like Obama, it's just that temperament they can see that this guy is useful for us. And that's all I'm saying. It's, it's not necessarily that the individual is trying to, uh, uh, you know, destroy or hurt black people. They may be very sincere, but they just have that kind of character that the, uh, the, the, they can be used as a face to, uh, to sell the, the community on, on some kind of behavior that, we, that, that the white supremacists want us to do or whatever. So the only thing is, I say I support him because even if he loses, it's going to bring our society to where we need to be because it's going to create the conditions. Because I believe that our, our only solution for this racism problem is for black people to begin to take over areas of this country from top to bottom. And we don't have any motivation to do that if we, you know, if we are scattered and we start believing in this, uh, these systems. And so, you know, this is going to create a condition in this country that you're going to have to move to a certain state that you can get a fair shake in. Because if they uh, decide against this man's case and gut this law of 1866, then it flips back to the uh, Dred Scott decision officially. Because that, that case was never taken off. And so what that means is that they don't have to, like you said, they don't have They look at you, you. You can't bring any cases. They do what they want to do. So it's going to revert to the state law. Mm. And whatever state that we can control and we can get laws that's in a fair shape, that's going to be the best state for black folks to start moving in. And we should be able to take over that area and protect ourselves. We got uh, too much. Uh, I just think that's where we're we're going anyway. I'm sorry. I know people don't agree with that. That's why we haven't done it. But it's going to take those conditions. That's the only thing that we can do to get some kind of stability in in, in our in in black life or something like that to get us something that we can protect. You know, and that's my that's my uh, take on that. Okay, me, now we got the to, other. Uh, we have the wait a minute. Hang on. Now we have the other gentleman who will speak his piece. Go right ahead, brother. I'm gonna I'm try to I'm gonna try to rebuttal some of this because uh, you said a lot, but to simplify it, and, um, I'm gonna come at it two different ways. First of all, uh, when someone to give you some rights, they can also take those rights away from you. When they give you something, they can take it from you because it's not yours. They gave it to you. First of all, you don't want nobody to give you that. You have to take it. You have to demand it. And for for this this case that uh, we grappling over, uh, we I guess praying over, nothing gonna change tomorrow. If, if this case ends tomorrow, he win or lose, nothing gonna change for us as regular black people here in the United States. First of all, if he even if Brian Allen win and he get these deals or whatever he these contracts. Black people don't really watch TV like that anyway. We on YouTube or Facebook. So he can get all the TV shows and the deals he want from these people. We don't watch it anyway no more. That's why Oprah, the own network, is failing. BET is, is failing. Because we don't watch TV no more. So that's a, it's a waste of time anyway. 
in an argument. And plus, black people should get away from entertainment. Period. Yeah. Now, even be, now not I to mean, cut, not to cut you off, brother. I want you to finish your point, but let's keep this in mind. Byron Allen, his game is not just television. This brother owns a lot of stuff. I mean, I didn't realize that he owns uh, the Griot. Uh, he's got he's got a, a ownership a publication in, that black yeah. people don't 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 is not concerned with. Okay. We're not concerned with the grill. Okay, but so I'm just I, mean, I just want to just the I, stuff that he. I just want to put it out there that okay. he does have business interests and in a lot of a lot of things that we may not be aware of that may could or could not be of beneficial. Course. Now, even of though do so that 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 make my point that proves that 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 proves one of my points. Okay, no matter. All these things that he, he entities that he claimed he owned are supposed to own, it don't affect us anyway. It ain't affecting us now. So next well, week or next month. This is this is what what can affect us. If what he owns, let's say he owns a media conglomerate or something like that, right? Remember we had who was the guy who owned BET at one point in time? We had Sheila Jackson, Bob Johnson. Bob Johnson. This is where it could be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Say what you will. If you maybe you're gonna disagree with me or not, but I grew up watching some of. I saw how BET start to evolve and change. Used to have news on BET. Used to have productive stuff. You had yeah. Teen Summit, and then for whatever reason, Bob Johnson himself admitted that the money to be made was in the videos. And then you start seeing all the ranchy type videos, where our where black women were being you know presented in a poor manner. We were being presented in a poor manner as yeah. men. And he That's made true. a lot of money off of that, and then he sold it to who? Viacon. So, so, so I am kind of, I'm kind of making your point that it is important to recognize what they got their hands in if it's poison for black people to be consuming it. And there's a lot of black folks around here that are in media that have been in media, like Bob Johnson, who some of us might like and look up to, who has, who, who did me, sell us me, poison. He did sell us poison, even though we is consumed it, it, is it. We consumed it. It's we have to make a choice. We consumed the shit. That's I gotta be it's, fair about it's that. It's important. It's important. It's yes. important to figure out. It's a. It's it's important to figure out. I'm using an analogy. It's important to figure out what type of poison snake bit you. Right. But the the main purpose of the main point that you should be focusing on that a poison snake bit me. And what I'm going to do about this poison snake. I don't care what kind is it or what color is, is it. I just need to find out, you know, hey, this poison snake bit me. I have to do something about it. Right. One thing about us, no matter who's feeding us, one thing about black people, if if a black person doing it to us, it seems to be screwed up. But if a white person do it to we we kind of like let it slide. And see, that's the problem. That's one of our problems. We they we they use us to destroy us. Right. See, that's one of our issues. We 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 follow too much. This this the problem with us. And I'm gonna go back to this. This don't don't put too much energy in this case. I'm telling y'all, this is a distraction to whoever listens. To how many people hear this video? This is a distraction. I hope he lose this case. Wait a minute now. Now I have to give you. People. I have now. Now I'm gonna have the let other brother. I want to have the. But wait a minute. I'm gonna have the other brother rebut whatever you said. But let me just say this for the for the sake of the show of the program. My question is. See, this is the thing. 
I and do I man. I do believe that if he loses the case, it will have some trickle down effect. It may not it may not affect the average black person who does not have a business, right? If I don't have a business, I'm not in business, I'm not in those those circles, then it may not affect me directly as it would black people that are in that business circle. However, but they, but let me but let me finish though. Do but, what? But let me finish though, brother. Didn't I just say that um, they've been gutting a lot of the civil rights, all the stuff that's on the books? They're trying to gut it. This would be another example. But we don't have no rights here. We don't have no rights. Right. That's what I'm trying to. That's what I, I'm trying I, to get. I get to what your I, I get. What you're saying. We don't have rights. That here. we don't have rights. I get that. I get that. We don't have the rights that we think we have. However, whatever is on the books. And this will be another one that will be gutted, uh, will be gutted, and will further uh, make the argument that you're making that right now that, that we have no, that we yet. have no, that we don't have any, any, any rights. Let me ask your brother. Let no, me let me let the other brother. Yeah, proves, go ahead. Go, go, that that proves the, uh, shows that it don't mean nothing. Well, it's all a matter. But but see, wait a minute though. It's a matter, like I said, it's a matter of opinion, and this is why I say it's a matter of opinion based on where you are, how it impacts you. Now, this is how that, it could... That, that's, this a, is, that's not an opinion. That's, an, that's a fact. And let me explain why it's a fact. And I ain't mean to cut you off. Hold on, hold on. Let me ask you Hang on, hang on. I'm going to turn you both down now, okay? I can do that because I'm trying to have a structured conversation here. We got to look at both sides of everything, brother. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying that we don't have rights or it, it seems that we don't have rights because everything that we that our ancestors have worked for has is getting chopped down. Well, this law, this is why if this does, if he does not win, that will definitely further take more rights away from us that we think we have. So that does play into what you're saying. But at the same time, what are my question would be to you, brother? What are we to do then? What do black? What do we need to do? Because we're living in America. We're not living in another country. We either gonna do. We either gonna stand up or we're gonna lay down for anything. So I don't think that black people should just lay down and say, "Okay, they're taking our rights away. They're taking this away. Don't let's not do nothing because we can, we not no citizen." Look, man, we already know through history that we have not been given a fair shake. But we still got the guy. We got to still do something. And if that just means doing something for ourselves, we got to do something. Okay? We got we got to do something. We got to figure out what are we going to do about it or we're going to perish. Now, I know that you want to make a rebut to what I'm saying probably, but let me let the other brother that's on with you, brother. All due respect to you. Let him say what he's got to say so that we can allow you to re- to answer to what he wants to rebut about what you said. Please, let's be respectful here. So the other brother online that wants to yes, rebut, go ahead, and then we'll let the other, we'll let the brother come in and say his piece. You know, see, I like this because you're having. No, no, I, I, I like the discussion because we're having a discussion. We may have different point of views, but we're not getting all crazy, cussing each other out, and all that kind of nonsense. You know, we having constructive conversation. No, no, go right ahead. Go right ahead, brother. No, no. What I wanted to first ask my brother is, what's his name? I'm sorry. What's say your name, say, brother? say your name, brother, so everybody can can know who you are if you feel comfortable doing so. My name Mario. Mario. We got Brother Mario okay, who I'm, called I'm, me originally. Brother Mario. Okay, go ahead. And then after you say what you say, then I need Brother Mario. And Lions Den, are you still there? I cannot. Lions Den, are you still there? 
I'm still here. Okay. Before, I want to ask Wait a minute. 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 Lions Den. This is what I want to do. Lions Den. Hang on the line. I'm gonna let these brothers. Well, this brother say what he got to say. Let the other brother make his statement, and then I have to bring you in. So, brothers, go right ahead. Go ahead. I just wanna. I just wanna ask my brother Mario. Uh, I'm a, and because we we I want to get to Lions Den real quick. I'm gonna ask him, and then I'm gonna really, and then I'm gonna give uh, a, just a quick comment, and then I'll allow, allow him to respond. Yes, sir. I I take a little issue with with you, brother Mario, when you said we don't deserve, okay, something. We don't deserve rights, and if we don't have rights, if we all agree that we don't have rights, what does a man, and what does a group of men do? What have men done to get and enforce their rights? What what did this these founding fathers of the United States do with the Declaration of Independence? We haven't done that as Black America, but what did they do to enforce their rights? Okay, what did they do? Okay, so when you say we don't deserve something, okay, what are we supposed to do? Because you can't say that without putting forth a plan of action. Okay, and then if you say, and if somebody else has the plan of action already, you can't just nitpick at the plans of action because there is a solution. Because when you start saying we don't deserve something, we don't have something, we'll never get something good, nobody want to listen to that because you're like, dude, you're sitting up here saying we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't. And nobody, I don't, I don't, I'm just saying I'm not attracted to that because. It's not. Uh, it's just I'm not attracted to that because I know in my heart there we're gonna survive and we're gonna thrive, right? Can I answer? Can, can I answer that no. question before you keep going? Yes, sir. Go ahead, sir. No, no, no. I'm not, no, that's why I, I just wanted to include that in my question and my rebuttal so I can tell you, and okay. we can go right to life. Go right ahead, brother Mark. Okay, let me answer that question. The reason why I say, uh, like, and I'm I'm gonna leave this on the doorstep of black men. Black men in this country don't deserve deserve these so-called rights because nobody you ain't deserve for nobody to give you nothing. As men, we shouldn't be sitting around asking nobody for nothing, no rights, no nothing, no equal nothing. Because in in the world, in life, there's no such thing as nothing is equal. You is not equal to me, and I'm not equal to you. I don't care who you are. So f- furthermore, we as men, black men. Continue to lay down and let this man walk over us and allow him to give us something. We all, we're going to be children forever. We're going to die as children. We're born as kids. We're going to die as kids. Either we stand up and take what we deserve and so-called our rights, and which that's that's a a crazy term anyways, your rights. No, I'm a human being. I'm a man. You you ain't you don't have to give me nothing because I'm a man like you. As a matter of fact, I know I'm better than you. So what I look like asking you for my rights. Either we stand up for fight uh, uh, and die trying and show all black women and kids that we are men. Money would not get us out of the situation. Finances is not going to get us out of the situation. Voting and all this nonsense. This is not going to relieve us from this this bondage. It is not. So I'll, y'all can see him talk for hours and years and years and vote and all this nonsense. This is not going to get it. All right, and I have a question for you. Um, 
is voting and um, doing the things that black people have done up to far, what would be your answer to what we should be doing? Because I hear what you're saying, and I learned this in school. A professor taught me, or I learned this just growing up as well, but I remember I had a professor in college say to me that um, power conceives nothing without a demand. Nobody gives you Frederick anything. Douglas. Yeah. So it's Frederick Douglass. You're right. Nobody gives you anything. You got to demand it, and then you got and you got to take it. He was a failure. But let me let me just and say Frederick this though. Frederick Douglass was a failure. Let, let, let me just say All this though. All of them was failure. Let me let me just say this, brother. The first step in power is one: you make a demand, but, you, but then what you're saying is you take it. You can't lay back passively. Now, if what you're saying is true that a lot of our historical folks like a Frederick Douglass, they failed, in your opinion, they failed, then I would say to you, brother, what would be your ingredient, your recipe, so to speak, for what we need to be doing? Since things that, that have been done in the past, according to your opinion as it relates to Frederick Douglass and what you've said so far, I don't want to put words in your mouth, has been a failure. When what is it that we need to be doing? Because at the end of the day, we still are in America. We still are under a tax system where we have to where we pay taxes every year, even though every state didn't ratify it. So in some ways, paying a portional tax is a ripoff. They they they're they're okie doking us. But that's another issue. If you saw the movie Zydice, um, but what would be your recipe for what we need to be doing if what we've been doing doesn't lead us to anything? What would be your recipe? The street, the streets of America should be drenched in our blood, period, and theirs. All Simple right. recipe. Okay. Um, let you me go over. Me, you asked me. No, we did that. Yeah, but we did that. I understand. No, no, we did. We did that. Yes, we did. We that did a thousand rebellions. We did a thousand rebellions. Over a thousand rebellions from 1950. The 1960 stuff. It wasn't between those times. Let's hold on. Let the brother speak. Hold on, bro. Let the brother speak, Mario. We ran them them out of the cities. Okay. That's why a lot of cities around America, you have mostly black people inside the city, and, and the white folks ran out of the city. So we took territory. But the people who did those rebellions did not understand what they were actually doing. They just got mad, and when they took territory, they did not know how to run the territory because they didn't have, they didn't do the hard work of sitting here talking, making plans, thinking, writing letters, all the stuff that people think is unnecessary. You have to know how to govern yourself. So I agree with what Mario is saying on a level, but I think that he's he's discounting the the other hard work. It's a reason why you got uh, a federal government, a Pentagon. You see nothing but paper up in that Pentagon. You see a bunch of letters, a bunch of emails, a bunch of news stories. That's war. I'm sorry people don't understand that. That is war. You can't have real serious warfare and real dominance Without paper, <laughs> without a bunch of speech and a bunch of meetings, 
You need that. I want to ask you a question. Both of you. I listen. Okay, those, oh, okay. those people, those uh, uh, Arabs over in the Middle East and those so-called Muslims over in the Middle East who are fighting against, even if we go back to uh, the Haitian Revolution, they fall. Mm-hmm. Even though if you look at Haiti now, you, you see why they suffering because they did fall and revolt. I understand that. You don't get in the way without a fight. This this country wasn't built off of asking and, and, and voting and begging and stuff. They took it. Bloodshed. That's that's all it's gonna take. But wait, Either we live but you know it. it's a combination. Do you see what I'm saying though? Because I'm I not just, saying you. I respect what you're saying. Okay, so that's all I'm saying to you. So that's all I want you to say. Is 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 you're not saying nothing technically wrong, but you you kind of throwing salt on the other side of, and that's not going to make it happen either. See, because that this stuff that we sitting here doing, this is planning. That's why people's channels are getting cut off. That's why people are having a hard, that's why all these different, uh, you know, star tactics are happening by establishment forces because they see our community organizing. This is what they're looking at. Now, we don't know what we're doing because we're just doing what comes natural. But they know the steps of nationhood, nation building, and organizing. And they yeah. know what that leads to. I can agree with that. Let me, you know this, so they're not looking at what you're at right now. So that's right. what I said. So it's not necessarily good because when, when you say, if you want to send somebody out to go to, to battle before it's necessary, a man is better serving us as a, a, a husband to his wife as they're protecting his child than going out there because we're going to get five men out of that family or, 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 you know, three men and two girls or something like that instead of sending that one man out because he's willing and he's ready and he's going to die and that's the best among you and all the scared cowards survive to procreate with the women. And then, you and see what I'm saying? Let me, uh, gentlemen, so, so let's, let's just say here, mm-hmm. both of you have your different perspectives. I'm going to tell you right now, if you are a true soldier and you are using uh, a proper strategy, this is the mistake that we do on YouTube. You don't tell your enemies what you're going to do. You do it. You, you, you create Absolutely. your strategy. You create your strategy behind the scenes. So the minute you, like, for example, if you take a brother like Umar Johnson talking about how he wants a school and he wants to do this and he doesn't want any, you shouldn't be on these social medias giving the enemy your strategy. You should be doing that in the quietness of those that are following you behind the closed doors to create your strategy, okay? Because we know what happened. What happened to Nett Turner? When he did all, when those slavery votes were happening, particularly Nat Turner, it was, they always use someone that looks like us to destroy us. And so we got to also clean some house. Let me just say this, because I'm going to, I'm going to come to a conclusion of of this program. We got a little bit off a kilter here because we're talking about the Byron Allen, but let me just say, we have to, we have to, we have to have, yeah, it does, (laughs) but we have to use, uh, some would say military strategy. Use strategy. There were some that would say, because I've always been a person that I'm not a big fan of the military, but then there's some brothers that would tell me, well, wait a minute, Info. 
we need to have brothers that are in the military because they need to get that military science. They need to get that military True. ability that can help us. I right. mean, I'm a I'm a reader and a lover of the book in the movie, the spook that sat next to the door where that brother became a CIA agent and they thought he was just some coon, some, just some shine, you know, I do anything you want me to do for right. you master. And then what did he do? He took all that knowledge that he learned and went back to the community and start teaching brothers in the street, how to defend themselves, how to protect the community. And they were a force to be reckoned some in that, in that movie and what that was representing. So, and, but, but see, but, but that, but in the movie, what did the brother do? He wasn't advertising what he was going to do. <laughs> he just went out and did it. So I think um, whether you agree with Byron Allen or whether you agree with whether this is going to work or not, we still need to have a strategy when all fails us. And the strategies that have not been working, we need to look at what works and what has not worked and go with what works and squash out what does not work. Let me say peace to Sister Maya, who's coming in the house. Peace, Sister. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you for the super chat. Sister, I got to get you up here with me for an interview. Um, you know my email. Uh, send me a message so that we can set something up because I would definitely like to do that, and I hope you are well. I'm actually uh, celebrating. I celebrated my birthday today. I turned 50 years old, and uh, my man Lion's Den, who's on Happy with me. Birthday, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Lions Den, are you still on with us? Oh, yeah. Okay, Lions Den, let me say this to you, brother. I want to tell you that thank you for all your patience. You know how black folks are when we get together. We just got to, you know, chop it all up. But I I like the conversation. I like the fact that the brothers have different opposing ideologies, okay, because we need that. We cannot, Mm -hmm. black folks don't all think alike. We're not all monolithic. We all have different point of views of where, how we're trying to get to where we got to get. Um, I do think personally that there have been some things about the way this government is set up has been a failure for us because I'll be honest with you, the quote unquote founders, and I say quote unquote wig wearing founders, when they, uh, founded this country, what's going on TR Nuri X, check that brother's channel out, subscribe to him, super chat. Thank you. Thank you for the super chat. All right, that's my brother TR Nari X. Love him. Peace to you, brother. He had a birthday just just yesterday. So happy birthday to you. But I'm celebrating my birthday too and I, I'm just glad that I can have be alive to have this discussion with you brothers, but at the end of the day, I don't believe that the system and the government that was set up, it was set up for our benefit. The wig wearing founders, they created this country with the philosophy to benefit white men, particularly white slave owner, land-owning white men, okay, particularly. Um, And I just think that's one of the reasons why, in my estimate, why we have not benefited because the country was never set up and built by us, for us. So something that's not built for you or was created with you in mind, and then you scratch your head and say, why it's not working? Why it's not working? We've been in 400 years. We've been trying to get folks to love us. It's not working, folks. It hasn't been working in some cases because we're, we're living in a structure that was never built for us, by us, for us, with our philosophy, our heart, and our soul, and our sinew. It never was. I have to be honest about that. So, Lion's Den, do you want to add anything, brother? I want to say once again to you, thank you, brother, for um, – uh, doing that happy birthday video for me and everything that you mean. We've known each other for 11 years. We've been through thick and thin from the blog talk days to the 
U.S. Talk News Radio with Andre Agashaw and Lee Michaels, who I got to get Lee Michaels on. He's a legendary uh, radio uh, producer. But uh, anything, any thoughts before we end the broadcast tonight, man? Um, yeah, I would like to. I'm, I'm enjoying you know this um, conversation because mm-hmm. I think even though we have difference of opinions, we still at the end we we still brothers and sisters. And um, I would like to say uh, again, I was radio. I brought you in as my co-host, and right? That's true. That time, and now, that's true. And now look at you now. You you blowing up, but. At the end of the day, guys, um, no matter what happens, that whether Byron Allen will win this case or not, mm-hmm. it shows what kind of leader we. I mean, it shows how powerful Black people really are, and we are that powerful. And so we have to respect what Byron Allen is. Whether you like the man or not, he's still he's still one of us, and he still represent one of us. I so see. Um... Yeah, he's married to. I see. Oh no, I, I know he's married to a white woman. I know that um, black folks have an issue with that, and I, I understand that. Yeah, but I'm. I'm, t- I'm t- I think that this is how I look at it again. And I know Brother Mario says it ain't gonna work out. It's not gonna work. I, I get where he's coming from. And no, there's some that would make the argument that mario saying what he's saying is an example of how black people we are so used to uh and there's no this is no shade on mario but there are some that would say that black people we've been so used to taking it on the chin that we're always losing and so when we're always losing throughout history where things don't go our way when you look at police officers that are shooting and killing and harming black people and we see how they get off sometimes. They, they're getting off. They're harming us. And then no charges are being brought their way. We collectively as a people, we take it on the chin and it's like another loss. And it's almost like you begin to become uh, used to saying, you know, we're going to lose anyway. Let's be honest. When, when a black man is shot unarmed and it goes to for the case, nine, ten times, most of us going to say, in general, the cop's going to get off. Because we're so culturally conditioned for things to never work out for us. Now, that's what some people would say when they hear uh, what Brother Mario is saying. And I'm not saying that to say that that's what Mario, I'm not trying to marginalize your opinion. I'm not trying to marginalize what you're saying, brother. I'm just saying that there's some people that will look at it as it's an it's a ideology of we going to always fail. And... I think personally, if Byron Allen or if the Supreme Court doesn't screw this one up, as I said before, it will benefit those black people who are involved in business on that level. Will it hurt the? Now, this is where it could hurt the small everyday person who doesn't have a uh, doesn't have a business. Let's say a lot of us on YouTube say that we want black male media. You hear Obsidian talking about that. We need more black male media. Well, if these if 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 I want to open up, if I want to create a black male media conglomerate. Right. And we all came together. If this law doesn't if this law gets gutted, it could impact the advertisement dollars that we need to be able to grow the business. Okay, businesses, they need growth. And part of their growth is not only people 
patronizing the business, but you need advertisement dollars. And we know, and I know I've seen this, that a lot of black businesses in that upper echelon, they're not getting the proper advertisement dollars, which will trickle down to a poor product that you will get. So when you look at a black magazine, a black publication of some sort, black business, and you say, and you know we we guilty of saying this, this is some cheap shit. <laughs> black folks doing cheap shit. They're not doing, well, it's going to trickle down to you getting a cheap product when those advertising dollars are not coming into that business to produce proper professional type um, products for you. And then that's when black folks say the white man's ice is, is colder than the black man's ice. Let's go get it from him. Cause you know, he know how to make the product better because why he's getting the money. They're getting the advertisement dollars and they can make a better product. So it has this case could swing and affect the business person and the everyday person out here in an indirect manner, if not at all. But it, this, we'll have to see how it all how it all comes out of the wash, no matter what you think about Byron Allen. Lions, then you have anything else you want to say, brother? Yeah, um, like I said before, I think that the um, Supreme Court is very important no matter what the Supreme Court decides. And again, like I said, my concerns are it's the conservative Supreme Court. So you never know where, where they're going to swing with the Byron Allen Comcast situation. Well, but I will yeah. say this, I enjoy, I enjoy this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even though we have difference of opinions, but at the end of the day, we respect each other and we respect each other's opinions. And that's what's important. Okay. And no matter what happens at the end of the day, we're going to find out if Byron Allen wins, we all win. If Byron Allen loses, then we're going back to the drawing board. Right. But, so that's what that's what's important with this case is that we have to figure out what the Supreme Court or what their decision is. And I know Ruth Bader, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, um, she wasn't even in the court at the time because she was she suffered an illness. But she was going to go ahead and, and continue with this um, with, with this ruling. But at, at the end of the day, like I said, we're going to have to wait and see what's, what they're going to do, well, what the decision is going to be, and then this good outcome will happen. I think you answered your own question. These, and I said it before, the court is loaded up with conservatives. And if I mm-hmm. was a betting man or if I'm using intelligent, educated, intelligent reasoning here, that I, I believe, because I read an article earlier today, it looks like the Supreme Court is probably going to, and I think Brother Mario said this, it looks like they may rule, if they haven't already, or maybe tomorrow they will, they're going to go inside with Comcast. And this is the reason why. Let's, re- let's remember this. Have we forgotten everybody? The Supreme Court said they did a ruling some years ago. Remember this? They said that corporations are people too. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Don't be quiet on me now, folks. So we got a Supreme Court that's got all kind of warped notions. And a lot of these uh, Supreme Court justices, who you think they're having hors d'oeuvres with and eating crackers and drinking wine and cheese with and and, and rubbing elbows with? Some of these damn uh, Supreme Court justices are running around with these corporations, man. They're on their boards. They're getting um, perks and stuff like that. 
That's why I always believe that the Supreme Court should be changed out every 10 years. I don't think I think it's a uh, bullshit that you would give somebody a job for life. And we got people on the Supreme Court getting old and decrepit. Their mind is falling apart. They're out of touch with the everyday reality of what people are living like today. I think it's ridiculous. They should have that Supreme Court refreshed more than you shouldn't be able to put somebody on that Supreme Court and they can stay there for 30, 40 and 60 years and get senile. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, I, it's, it's a problem. But that the reason why this happens is, like I said before, this is not a government that was created by us, for us, and it does not have our heart in mind. And that's just, I'm going to stand on that. So, uh, Lions Den, thank you for being here, brother. I want to say to you too, Lions Den, that we got Yalpo is in the house again. Peace to him. Um, damn, I would love to have had him on here talking to us because that brother is very knowledgeable, intelligent brother. Queen Maya, I'm going to send you an email. I cut and paste your email. I'm going to send you an email right now just so you'll have mine, and then we can set something up. Oh, to the two brothers, if they're still on with us, are they still with us? I want them to say their last statements before we end tonight. Are you still here? Who's here? Okay, I guess the two brothers have left the phone call. Um, brother Earl Owens is in the house now. Peace to you, brother. I'm glad that you're here. And, uh, let me see this here. Lions Den, once again, man, um, thank you. I'm glad that you're here, man. And, um, you gotta, uh, don't be a stranger, brother. I know you're married and you're busy with, uh, family life. And how's everything going? Everything is everything. Everything is good. Um, and for those of you that want to check me out more, I have a podcast of my own. Y'all can check out my podcast on, it's called Roar on Your Podcast. It's already on Anchor, Spotify, Apple iTunes, and other devices. Uh, you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel called Lions in Hashtag ADOS. And, um, and I'm, like I said, I'm on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at The Real Lions in as well. So, I would love to hear from you guys soon. Okay, Super Mike 2164, who I believe was on with us. I want to tell you right now, brother, thank you for the super chat. He says, great show. Thanks for having me. And thank you, brother. Thank you for the super chat. I want to say thank you for being on. Let me say thank you for brother to Brother Mario. Brother Mario was raw tonight, man. He just came in. He said, he say, this oh, ain't yeah. working. That didn't work. Um this ain't going to, I mean, I'm pretty sure that people that are going to listen to this are going to say, man, that dude is skeptic, right? So I'm kind of glad mm-hmm. that we had Super Mike 2164 come on and give an opposing view to Brother Mario. So what we had here is we had balance. And I'm just a moderator in the middle and you trying to figure this all out. But uh, I'm going to tell you, that man right there, Al Sharpton, um, I'm going to tell you, the brother is getting paid. He doesn't have slick hair for nothing. He he's making money. Uh, say what you will about Byron Allen. I'm I think Byron Allen is a hundred percent right. Okay, I think Obama to some degree was paid and brought for, and I do believe that Al Sharpton has been benefiting from whatever deal he's getting from Comcast. Right, and Byron Allen said something that mm-hmm. I think was important in there. He said that remember we forgot Sony got in trouble because they had these racial racist emails about Obama. Say what you feel about Obama and how you feel about him, but they said they had some racial emails. 
And they thought by giving Al Sharpton money and propping him up or whatever, that somehow that was, uh, they, I think they had, I think Al Sharpton had a big birthday party that a lot of money was shined on him. And I think uh, Sony or whoever, they had a, a, a they, I think they had a, a, a night with Al Sharpton where they were speaking with him and, you know, they made him a featured person. And they thought that that was a way to sort of say, okay, we're not racist no more. Byron Iron is right about that when it comes to that, giving those those uh those butter biscuits and that <laughs> that fried chicken and trying to mm-hmm. um use uh, use people can be people can be brought and sold for. And we have had a lot of people who we've looked up to as prominent individuals with a messiah attitude, and they have disappointed us. I think that's where Mario, Brother Mario was right. We need to be more aligned on ourselves and more active, and uh, we need to take the fight, all right? And we need to not set mm-hmm. back passively. We need to be more active, and I believe, as I said before, power conceives nothing without a demand, and you also must have action to get to take what you have. If you look at the history of America in this country, this country was taken by force, it was snatched up. Europeans came here. They didn't ask the native people, hey, can we uh, have this land? Can we, uh, you know, be, uh, share it with you? They put, they, they uh, befriend them, but the whole goal was to backstab them with the fake befriending. So they act like they were their friends when their real agenda was to take from them. And that's how America was built. So when the brother said, well, there's not enough bloodshed, that's where Super Mike was was actually right. Historically, you've had slave revolts throughout the South and throughout this whole country where you had black people fighting. You even had, during the Middle Passages, where slaves would actually um, kill themselves purposely to the sharks in the water because they didn't want to be um, enslaved here. They didn't want to be enslaved. Another thing that they don't tell you about in history, and this is really real terrible, is that sometimes you had slaves on the slave ships, and this has been historically documented, where the slaves would refuse to eat. And you know what they did, Lions Den, to them to make them eat? Mm. And they won't show this to you on these movies. Mm. They won't show you the real deal. A lot of the movies that we've seen about slavery have been actually watered down. They would actually break their teeth, force their mouth open, and pour food down their throat against their will and bust up their teeth and everything. Their mouth, bust their mouths up real bad. So there's so many things that, and and so this whole thing about black people in general, historically, we've always had a fighting will in us. It's just who we have leading us. Do we have the proper leadership or do we not? So uh, let me say to everybody, BMT was in the house. We got BT, brunch of do not re- uh, Thank you for being here, BT. Queen Queen Maya's here. Girl TV. Uh, Ayapo is in the house. Earl Owens. We had Mario on. We had Mike Super Mike. We have King Wage in the house. Return of the Black Man's in the house. Lady M's in the house. Uh, Off the girl is in the house. Peace, sister. Thank you for being here. If you are, Tasha's in the house. Um, let's see. Reggie Austin's in the house. Thank you for being here. Royalties in the house. Simpsons in the house. Royal Simpsons. Um, TR Nare X is in the house. Make sure y'all check out his chat. Oh, wait a minute. I'm going to mod you up. Mr. Mail Advice. I'm going to mod you up, brother. God, no, I, you know what? I got to get over to your channel too, brother. I've been missing your channel. Let me, um, how can I do this? 
I'm gonna, did I mod him up or did I do something mistakenly? Okay. No, I modded him up. He must have changed message that he said or something. Let me... Um, Gonna, um, let me see here, folks. I'm trying to find his channel. I know what I'll do. I'm going to cut him. I'm going to copy this so I can. Because um, for some reason, I'm not getting notifications on his brother's channel. So with that said, folks, I'm going to end the show right now. Thank you, everybody in the chat room. Anybody that I wasn't able to shout out, I apologize. I'll be back on this upcoming weekend. Um, hey, I'm 50 years old. It's my birthday. I'm going to enjoy the rest of the evening. Thank you all. I give kisses to everybody out there who came over and supported the channel. Make sure you share the video and uh, thank you for being here. Lion's Den, take care, brother. I thank you for being here. Take care, brother, and I'll see you soon. Thank you, everybody. This is the Information Man Show. Peace. Tell the truth. Listening to Information Man Podcast. Podcast.